Well, the eyebrows have been trimmed. I'm ready to go for uh, episode 47 of Hometown Threads here on 14 WILI 95.3 FM and Willimantic Today Facebook. It's Keith C. Rice. We'll get to our guest in just a sec. He's no stranger to the WILI microphones. He's been on here with Dennis, Susan, uh, Dennis and Susan. Let's talk about it. Uh, Hometown Threads comes your way every Tuesday, 5.05 to 5.30, right here on WILI 1400 and 95.3 FM. And uh, later in the week, you can watch it anytime on Willimantic today Facebook. I share it off my Keith C. Rice Facebook page. So probably like Wednesday and well, as I said, once I share it, you can watch it whatever you want on Willimantic Today Facebook. Big thanks to uh, the crew over there as well. Uh, and thanks to our sponsor, Liberty Bank. Be community kind with three great local locations. Uh, West Main Street, Willimantic, Gateway Commons, man, uh, managed by my wife, Marianne Gargoni. Well, we have the branch across the street from the radio station at 679 Main Street, Willimantic, and then Route 195 in Mansfield. Liberty Bank, be community kind. J. Matt Rupar, if you wouldn't mind, and say hello to the fine folks. Hello. Here we go. Episode 47, Hometown Threads. We finally got him in here. Uh, the coach, Randall Prose. Should we call you the coach? Should we call you Coach Randall, Coach Prose, uh, uh, Mr. Prose? What, what would would you rather, what, what would you like to be called? <laughs> I wear a lot of hats. <laughs> I, I know, that's why I imagined yeah, yeah. it. Anything. Mr. Prose, Coach. Okay. Randall. Yeah. Is it, you know, is Randall your, do you go by Randy too? Or is Randy, you just, you rather, that's your name, Randall, or is it Randy? Well, it, uh, my name's Randall. Okay. But I grew up in Southern Ohio, Appalachia area, and I'm not sure whether you're aware, but if you grow up there, you have two names. So I really? was, I was Randy Joe back there. <laughs> I still hear a little. Wait a minute. The draw not, will come out. I was about to say because oh. you know I've moved around a lot, but yeah. I I, I got to admit I know it's a beautiful part of the country. I've never been to Ohio. I think I've driven through it. Yeah. I moved cross country at one point, but. Southern Ohio, I was about to say, is not really, a, is there some kind of southern draw there or what? There is. It, it, it's the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. It's, the, it's Appalachia. Wow. Know, so, yeah. I've always, I, I do have a cousin that lives uh, in Lexington, Kentucky, which I know is somewhat near southern Ohio. Yeah, a right? couple hours away. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, let, let's get right to it first. Coach Pros, Randall, uh, Mr. Pro, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, let's call you Coach, because you're getting, okay. well, sports fan, right? So let me get this straight. Uh, you got to be Cincinnati Reds. Huge Bengals and Reds fan. Bengals and yeah. Reds fan. Yeah. I'm really high on Cincinnati, too, lately, because I'm so sad about Joe Burrow. I'm, yeah. I'm a Pats fan, but forget the Pats right now. I've, I've, been, a, I've been a Bengals fan in Burrow, so I'm sorry Joe Burrow went down, and, and uh, I've been pulling for the Bengals. In fact, they were my Super Bowl pick again. Um, <laughs> hopefully I didn't jinx them. And then the Reds have been playing well, so, yeah, your Cincinnati teams, uh, it's got to make you feel good. And I know you're here in Eastern Connecticut, but and how long have you been in Eastern Connecticut? I've been, um, I moved to Connecticut about 20 years ago. And right, I, tell us how that happened. Well, um, I got divorced, and my ex brought my three children to Connecticut, so she, I met her in college. She's originally from Enfield. Okay. And so I had to follow my children. Wow, so, good yeah. for you. So your ex moved to Connecticut. Back home for her. Oh, back home for her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's from Enfield, and then uh, how did you uh, stumble into Willimantic? Well, I don't mean well, stumble. How did you? Ironically, I I, uh, <laughs> I worked for a special ed school for like five or six years. I was a vocational administrator. I hired job coaches, did work evals for special needs students, eighteen to twenty-one, for a few years, and that was like five years out of public school. And I really missed coaching, and uh, I ended up. Getting back into coaching at Ram 
high school. Over was, in Hebron. Yeah, I started okay. uh, help with Tommy Hammond, a good friend of mine from Hebron. He was the head coach there, and he brought me on as a defensive coordinator. And so we helped kind of like establish football at Ram. It was new there. I think it was a couple years old. Wow, now what year was uh, this? This is cool. This wow. has been, let's see. I was seven years head coach at Wyndham, and I was Brian's assistant for six, so like 13, about, I've been at Wyndham for 18 years, so 18 years ago. Okay. And then um, I needed a teaching job, and I ended up at Wyndham High School. So I was uh, teaching at Wyndham High. I got hired by Gene Blaine, the principal there, mm-hmm. and I was coaching football over at Ram. And uh, so I ended up falling in love with Will and Manick. A year later, I bought a house and moved to town. That's great. I love hearing stories like that where a lot of people we have on here are from here. You know, we've had a few people like yourself that uh, uh, I can't think of the top of my head. <laughs> it's just my 47th episode. But it's just great to hear how people have fallen in love with, uh, with Willimantic in, in Eastern Connecticut. Um, so you said, okay, well, first of all, what happened to the team this year, Coach? What happened? <laughs> you, got, you have done a great job, by the way. i got to say, you know, you're seven years after replacing – Let's face it, you know, big shoes and Coach Crudden. Um, he told, yeah, let's go back to that before we get uh, into in this past season. When Coach Crudden was stepping down, take us through that whole uh, situation. Like, uh, did you know? No, or, I was actually, uh, Brian brought me on. I became really good friends with Brian. I you're on before that. Crudden, by the way. I'm trying to get him on. <laughs> you're on before Crudden. I consider him a great friend and a great mentor. And, uh, he brought me on staff after he came in. He actually scouted me coaching against Bacon Academy. Scouted you? He oh, said, yeah. you did a pretty good job. I'll bring you on. And uh, I started as a freshman coach. He brought me down, and I, and I worked up my way up a couple years. Then he made me the defensive coordinator. And I okay. ran the defense for him for five or six years. And uh, Brian loves defense, so that was nice. <laughs> you know, we, he, he kind of mentored me through that. And I had um, – no idea he was going to step down. And he had some issues, some personal issues, and he had to step down literally two weeks before football started. It was, so, I think I vaguely, I don't think, yeah. I don't think I'd moved back yet, but I think I vaguely remember this. And he, he gave me a call and he said, I'm stepping down. Um, if you want to apply for the head coach, I'll, I'll give you a recommendation. And so I put my name and my hat in the ring and uh, I got hired. So um, he just went. You know, it wasn't like we changed anything because we were, you know, right. so we, you know, I stepped in and I became the head coach and ran the defense. And Coach Haggerty was already on staff as my offensive coordinator. So Mike Haggerty, Mike Haggerty, oh, he's a great yeah. guy. Yeah. So we just took off running. You know, um, well, would take us through that first year. First year you have was two weeks. Crudden, uh, two weeks before the season start, uh, you know, Crudden steps down. I know you guys pretty much had things already in motion, but yeah, take us through that. That we season. had quite a team that year, actually. Uh, we are argumentatively my best football team. Uh, and this was, it was what, 20, let's see, what is this, 2016, right? 15 or 16. 15 or 16, yeah. okay. Um, we played Ansonia that year. We ended up, no, we didn't make the playoffs that year. Um, lost game one on a heartbreaker against Waterford. It was kind of a, a kid broke off down the sideline with no, no time left, and we lost a heartbreaker that game. And, um, and then we... Got hot. We started winning. Um, we didn't lose again until, killingly, we lost on a Hail Mary pass. It was a game that got stopped on a Friday night. We had to come back and play on a Sunday. Oh, We were winning. Well, I'm weathering. And they literally threw the ball. The buzzer went off. It was like a Dwight Clark thing in the back of the end zone. Lost really? The, lost the game. So we ended up 8-2. Missed the playoffs. 
Um, Missed the playoffs at 8-2? and two? Yes. And How? It's just one of those things where um, there was a couple tech schools that got in ahead of us and, and things that uh, had 9-1 records, and, and we got left out. Um, ironically, that year, Valley Regional won the state playoffs, or won the state championship. They beat Ansonia in the finals. Wow. And we had scrimmaged Valley and took it to them that year. So we were always like, wow, it would have been nice to get in the show and see what we could have done. Okay, so that's your first year. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens after that? Again, I, I had moved back. Things were I'm trying to remember. You obviously have the better memory. What was the big year so far for you? Co- we're talking to Randall Pros, Coach Pros, up at uh, from Wyndham High School. You take over in that 15, 16 year. What was the big year for Wyndham High football? We've had a lot of big years so far, but uh, what was what's been the the most special year so far for you? Well, ironically, last season we were loaded for bear. We had yeah. 14 or 15 seniors. Um, I don't feel like we had a hole anywhere. We went 9-1, lost a heartbreaker to Ledger in overtime, which cost us our ECC crown, mm. and then um, made the playoffs, had high hopes. Of course, as you know, last year we didn't have a home field, so we played all of our games on the road. That's right. We, we had How t- was that? It was tough. Uh, we had no locker room. We lived out of a, a conics box out there. The kids dressed outside. Wow. And we just were road warriors, you know, and – Kids, they rode with it way better than the coaches. We were <laughs> whining, complaining about not having a locker room. The kids were fine. They just wanted to play football. Now, you knew going into that year, uh, or last year that it was, uh, I want to ask a lot of questions about the new uh, complex, but um, you guys knew going into that season this was going to be the deal? Everything? No. Well, we what? did really? not. And that's a very sore spot for me. Are you I got to wash my you, tongue on this one. Are you looking um, to talk about it? I'm going to talk about it. Uh, oh, that's great. Here we go. So we were told that the field would may not be ready for opening day. And EO Smith was our opening day. And we were so excited wow. to get EO back on the schedule. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you know, heck, the kids are related to half the kids sure. at, at EO. And a lot of talk about they're better than us and we're better than them. And we're, finally, we're excited to, like, find out put it on the field so we're looking forward to opening day eo smith i mean there were folks coming back you know alumni they were all excited about it and then a couple weeks out we got the uh report that it wasn't gonna be ready for game one oh so we were crushed so we had to go up to eo which was fine went up there and put it to them pretty good last year the team was loaded but then we were told well you'll have it ready for game four your new london game um that did. Wait, happen. who's telling you this now? The, the, the building, committee, building committee. Well, I'm on the building committee, but like the contractors. <laughs> <on the building. laughs> so the, the contractors, you know, they were like, it'll be ready this day. And, you know, we were all ready for that. And, and the, the athletic directors, you know, moving games around and we're ready for game four. Game four doesn't happen. So they I think, co- okay, now I'm starting to remember this. But it you kept have, getting pushed off. What, why, though? What was going on? The field just wasn't ready? That, yeah. Okay. Um, I was hearing all kinds of excuses why, but it just wasn't getting done. It didn't get done. We were told we'd have it for a home gaming game, game six. That didn't happen. Did it look ready? Yeah. And we're on the practice field looking at this completely finished field. We're ready to go. <laughs> the kids are like, Coach, let's just crash it. Let's just knock the fence down and go up on the field. The parents must have been getting frustrated, uh, too. Everybody there. was yeah. frustrated. It was a really frustrating year for us. And, you know, God love them. They, I don't know what happened, but... It turns out it didn't get ready. It, and then the Thanksgiving Day game it would be ready. Not ready for that. Oh, even the Thanksgiving uh, game. And then man. we're thinking game one of the playoffs. We're 9-1. and one. We're going to host. Uh, Wyndham's going to host a playoff game. 
And that would have we been a perfect. No kidding, we weren't playing. That, that would have been a perfect opportunity. So we had to go to EO. Thank I will thank back I'm, to EO where it all started. Well, that season, you know, last season. That's where our first playoff game was. And what happened again? Uh, you we got our butts kicked by Gilbert. Oh, that's right. Okay, it was a tough game. It was like you know uh, you make excuses, but that week we all you know we lived through COVID and all those years, and the whole team gets sick. Oh, um, that's kids right, are man. like yeah. really the flu took us oh. down, and uh, our quarterback on 102 temperature. Oh. He played guts out, but he really wasn't himself. He uh, played. JC Diaz, our our all conference. Um, you know, defensive tackle and linebacker and fullback. He couldn't play. He had to. He had to go home. He had. He was so. Sick. I, you know what? It's you're uh, now. I'm remembering all yeah, this. It was on the news, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, we got. They took it to us. And, oh. and hats off to Gilbert. They're a good team. I'm not saying we could have won it if we were healthy because they were a really good team. But that was a tough way to end the season. Okay, the uh, season ends uh, on, a, on a sour note. Uh, but uh, you know, you guys still played through all that adversity. Did they ever tell you what the holdup was with the field? You had come on. There were lots of excuses. There were lights that hadn't been inspected. The bleachers weren't finished. There was always a different excuse every time. I, I, I'm, um, I'm ashamed to admit this. I, being from here and on these streets all the time, I've yet to. I got to take a drive. It's right. I, I haven't checked it out yet. It's beautiful. I got to check it out. It's a beautiful. Like, oh, I've seen pictures of it. So it really is. I and uh, up there. <clears throat> so we lost a lot of seniors. It was a good year, though. I love those kids. They they were tough kids. We had four all staters on the team. Four. Oops. Yeah. Name them. Um, Travis Manguel um, oh, was a basketball, former basketball player. He's right? playing football in college. He's playing football in college? At, Where? At Post University. Oh, right, Travis. Yeah, nice. he got a scholarship there. Um, he did a really good job. Isaiah Manguel, his cousin, was an All-State sure. tackle. Um, the other All-State was uh, Victor Mejia. Okay. Yep. He's playing football up at Westfield. This State. is great. Yeah, he's doing a great job up there. Went and watched him play this year. I always like to take a couple aspiring young men and go watch the kids I'm play. I'm sure that makes I sense. miss Travis's game this year. I never got a chance. To, I feel bad about that. They um, must love knowing that you're there, too. Yeah, yeah it's kind of nice. And usually we take them out afterwards. Oh, um, that's great. And then the fourth one was Malachi Fowler. Yeah, he was only a sophomore. made All-State. Um, when we're waiting to hear who got named All-State right now, I keep checking. I know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, It'd be great if we find it during Hometown Threads here. Yeah. Um, you know, you name some of these guys. I was uh, when the when the basketball team won the state title. What a couple of years ago, that was a lot of fun too. We had the you know the parade and yeah, uh, you're, yeah. I'm sure was, I actually hosted the uh, the rally there on the Shabu stage, and it was a cold March day. But I actually went to the, went to the game too. Then at Mohegan Sun, and what a, a great thing that was for the community. And you know, you're not just a football coach there; you're a teacher. And why don't you tell us about that as well, and uh, how the, how you do both and. Well, you're also involved on the town committee, right? Yeah, I'm on town council. Uh, let's as well. start with teaching. Uh, tell us about. Oh, you got a text. Is that breaking news? Uh, let's see. Uh, no. I would love to break this. Uh... I know. I'm waiting. <laughs> it said I would get an email. No emails. Okay. So yeah, um, tell us about the teaching, uh, along with the you know, the football coaching and all that. Well, I've been teaching. I'm 32 years teaching now. Um, I came to Wyndham. It's been 18 years ago. I I teach. Uh, a class called CWE, Cooperative Work Experience. So we talk about what students want to be when they grow up and help them kind of pick their career pathways. Um, Wyndham High has got career pathways now, and students can choose like one of three pathways, either basically a math-based one, which is technology, you know, computers, business, or like manufacturing, like hands-on stuff. And we have an echo lab where students you know, learn basic skills and they go to like electric boat and Pratt Whitney and, and get jobs there. So that's one pathway. 
The other one is human services and public safety. So if you want to help people and change the world, like, you know, bleeding heart like myself, um, you go into that pathway. Or and the other one's health sciences. We, we've discovered there's so many jobs in the healthcare field, for, ranging from, you know, right out of high school all the way up to your PhD. And there's so and we have a great partnership with Wyndham Hospital and Hartford Healthcare. So a lot of our students go over there, do internships, and get hired there. So I help kids figure out what they want to be, and then as their freshman sophomore year, and then junior senior year, I set up job shadows and paid internships, and I get out in the community and meet the people, and they can earn school credit for that too so I've, i'm a history teacher by trade and every once in a while i'm still teaching a history class and really? i enjoy that um <laughs> but i love the career piece you know i went back to school for that and um after my master's i saw this and i was like you know one of my values is making a difference and helping kids and i was like i just want to have a greater impact on their lives and i thought what a better way than helping them find out what they want to do and be happy and fulfill for the rest of their lives so i really enjoy that this is great uh randall pros coach pros uh mr pros over <laughs> he's uh, he wears many hats up at Wyndham high school and he does around town as well he's our guest here for episode 47 of hometown threads on 14 wili 95.3 fm and willimantic today facebook brought to you by liberty bank be community kind where uh, you said you went back to school where tell us about your education like where'd you well i went to I I played Division three football back in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, at Ohio Wesleyan University. I've heard of it, yeah. Got my bachelor's there. I got a master's in administration, which I'll never use. Um, I don't want to be a principal. But at Ohio University. You don't want to be a principal? No, thanks. And, uh, well, you never know. In Athens, Ohio. So I got my master's there. Great program. It was actually a rural principal program. It was um, Appalachia, so, you know, uh, focused on... You know, what's important to those people and why maybe they don't love education. So you find out what's important to them and see if you can match the educational experience to their core values and help them, you know, take school more seriously. Um, turns out in Appalachia, they love God, they love nature, and they love the family. So if you can give them a career where they don't have to leave those beautiful hills, they can stay close to their family, they'll do it. But they're not interested to go to Columbus or Cincinnati and see the big lights. So, really? Yeah. Anything like um, that's helping people they love. They love the trades because they can work locally and they can stay at home. So that was a, that was a great thing. And then I actually went to Wright State University for another year. I've and that's that's where I took my uh, vocational stuff, the, the school-to-work stuff. So all the education was uh, in the Ohio area. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Well, you talk pretty fondly of it. I know we've had you here. I say we. We've had you for about 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I know you love it, but do you, do you miss it? Would there ever? We don't want to lose you. Would there ever <laughs> be a time, and I'm putting you on the spot, where you'd say, oh, this has been great. I've, I've fallen in love with this community, but... Uh, you know, what's what's do you keep do you have family back in Ohio or, or? I do. I have family. I have big family. Mom and dad have passed, so oh. that that's that you know, a big reason I used to go back a lot. Um but I have a sister back there and lots of cousins, you know. Um mom was one of eight, dad was one of nine, so big family. Wow. So I go back and visit and, and I I have fond memories of it. Um, but this is home now. This is home now. Yeah, yeah. when I think of home I think of Will Manick. Um and, you know, my kids are here. My wife has three kids here. And, you know, we're family here. We got grandchildren. And, 
you know, you know how that goes. You know, this is home now. So yeah, it'll be a great place to visit. I kind of sense that too because yeah. it's the first time I've actually uh, met Coach Pros here, and I've you know we're friends on Facebook and I've seen him in the paper. I'm like he'd be a great guest for hometown <laughs> threats. So it was an honor to finally meet you, and uh, yeah, I could tell just by how active you are in the community that you really have made this, and you 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 uh, you genuinely call this home now. So tell us a little about you. Told us about teaching and football. Uh, you're involved with the town as well. Like um, I know you've been on with Dennis and Susan as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. I have you been on, you've probably been on Wayne's show, I'm assuming, too, right? Have you been on Wayne's show? Um, I don't like, think I have. Oh, in fact, I got a guess before Wayne. I got that. All right, so tell us what, how involved you are with the town and what you do. Um, I think it's been like six years ago. Uh, you know, I'm a big union guy. I was the uh, the union president at Wyndham, High for, or Wyndham Federation of Teachers for 10 years, and I served on the state executive board. Uh, my father was a union president as a steel worker back on the river wow. back there in Ohio. So I've been a big union person my whole life. And uh, so as a union, you know, you do a lot of um, lobbying and pressuring politicians and telling them what you think they should do. And I remember complaining about some issues here in town. And neither Dennis or Susan said, well, if you want to do something about it, run for town council. So I did. Um, and I've been serving ever since. I really enjoy it. It's it's it's. You know, what do you do? What I always wondered when you're on the town council. I know you go to the meetings. What do you? How do you? How do you contribute? I mean, I'm sure you just come up with ideas. A bunch of brainstorming going on, right? Well, yeah, and and you know, um, we're the lawmaking. Yeah, you know, we we do t- pass town ordinances, but basically we make sure that we stay in budget. We try to promote. Um, you know, positive things in town. You know, I, I really love what, you know, the main street is, you know, developing here and happening. And um, the school, you know, that was a big thing for me. I wanted to the, improve the schools. So the new high school is really exciting. Um, I advocated really hard to get that that's, on the ballot. That's probably been a huge thing for you to be a part of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, our final few minutes here, I got a, I got one question. And then usually uh, how we close things, I give my guests the opportunity. Uh, if he wants to say, you know, uh, uh, give a shout out or, or a thank people you know who have made this journey possible for you. My first question before we get to that is, where do you, I know you, this? You call this home. Still, uh, I'm not saying you know I'm not referring that you're going to move, but where do you see yourself five to ten years here since you call this home? Where would you like to be? Still coaching, whatever. I mean, I'm going to coach as long as I love it. You know, I've been around. I'm 55 this week, so oh, right around the same age. Well, yeah. happy happy early birthday, Coach. <laughs> Getting up there. Um, I've been around long enough to see when people stick around too long, and the minute I stop loving the game and the kids, I'll step out. You know, I don't want to be that guy that hangs on too long. But right now, I love it. I always get a little depressed when the season's over. But then I also take a nice deep breath because it takes a lot out of you. You're a football season. guy at heart. Is that your favorite sport? It is, and I, but I love track. I've track, been coaching yeah. track. Oh, that's at, right. I've been the head coach at track at Wyndham maybe a year or two longer than that. I have a state championship in, at boys track and yeah. a couple runners up and I think seven or eight ECC titles. So I love the track and field. Um, it's kind of married to football. You know, you want to get your kids out there in the spring, lifting weights, working hard, working on speed. So, so – what you're saying is five to ten years, if you step away from coaching, you'll still be involved within the school system and, and the town and all that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm in no hurry to retire. Well, we don't want to lose you. you know, <laughs> you've, you've definitely brought so much to this community, and not just talking about coaching, too, molding young minds. And uh, just it's finally great to have you here in Hometown Threads. Before we go, any people you'd like to thank that have made this journey possible or uh, any closing thoughts? Um, 
I'd like to thank, uh, uh, obviously, my wife is Beth is is great. She's very supportive, uh, especially after football season. I always go do a lot of thank yous because I'm not home a lot and I'm not really there. Actually, I'm always thinking about football. My kids used to call themselves football <laughs> orphans and uh, football widow, but it's over. Um, but if I were going to thank anyone, I'd thank the, the people of Willimantic and Wyndham. They welcomed me here 20 years ago. Um, I fell in love with the town. I love living here. You know, you live I, right here in town? I live right here, right on Washburn, right across oh, the, the clock tower sure. there. Um, I love seeing the families. I love seeing the kids. I love seeing the students that I had 15, 20 years ago and see how they're doing. And um, I just think this is, is an amazing place to live. Well, thank you so much. I can't believe I got him in here before Coach Crud. And one more football thing, man. I know we got to wrap this up. I know you're a football guy. Quick opinion on that uh, controversial Chief Bills, Chiefs Bills call last night. Uh, ah, stop complaining. I've lost many games over, <laughs> over bad calls. It's yeah. part of football. Uh, I like Mahomes, uh, but yeah, you know, pipe down. I mean, come yeah, on, yeah. Off- offensive uh, with the offense. I got to say one more thing. I'm so proud of this year's team. We lost 16 seniors. We came back with one returning starter on each side of the ball, two or three on defense, and the kids went seven and three. They won heart. Tough fought games. I don't think we beat anybody by more than ten points. We go seven and three, win the conference with, and we're only losing like one or two seniors. So, to me, this was the the, the proudest I've ever been of kids. You know, to be that honest. is fantastic. They went out there and they fought. In your seven years, I think you've you've been above five hundred almost every season. He's done a fantastic job taking over the Wyndham High football program, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, keep up the great work. Thanks, man. Coach Pros. Appreciate it. Uh, and with track, too, and yeah. teaching and all the other stuff he does. Uh, Coach Randall Pros with us here, episode 47 of Hometown Threads. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for Liberty Bank. Uh, be community kind. J. Matt Rupar, thank you. And uh, we'll catch you next week. And in the words of the great Roddy McCumber, bye for now, folks. Bye for now.